Hello, Pastor Steve Waldrum of Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful to be your host, so thankful you're here with us today. We're on pages 280 to 282 of the popular handbook of archaeology in the Bible by uh, Holden and Geisler. Such an incredible book, filled with proofs of Christianity from several different aspects, mainly the fact that it's a historical book. Today we're going to be looking at what it says on Xerxes I and Artaxerxes I, the archaeology, the historical references. So let's get started about that. Let's uh, look at what it has to say. And so, again, thanks for being here. Xerxes I and Artaxerxes I. And there were some pseudonyms. Upon Darius's death in 486 BC, his son Xerxes I, 486 to 465 BC, quickly put down revolts in Egypt and Babylon and set his sights to subdue the rebellious Greeks in 480 BC. This unsuccessful campaign led to the complete loss of control of Greece itself and eventually Western Asia Minor. And that led, you know, Peloponnesian Wars and all of this huge. The uh, Battle of the 300 and the Immortals fighting and uh, Thermopylae, the Battle of Thermopylae. The Book of Esther opens during the third year of the reign of Xerxes I while he was occupying the capital city of Susa, northeast of Babylon and the Tigris River. The Book of Esther uses the king's Hebrew name of Hazarus. So that's a different, that's, that's been such a stumbling block for people over the years. It's just Xerxes first is a Hazarus in Hebrew from the king's old Persian name. And the old Persian name is Kenya Rasha. Kiya Rasha. And uh, that is spelled K H S H A Y A R S H A instead of his Greek name, Xerxes. Some have identified Esther through an examination of Persian archaeology and records to Queen Amistris, who was enthroned as a replacement of Queen Vashti according to the seventh year, 479 B.C., of Xerxes' reign. I tell you who does a great job on that is William Cooper. William Cooper from the U.K. By and large, most scholars have accepted the historicity of the Book of Esther, its identification of a major Persian city and King Xerxes, as well as its familiarity with Persian culture and language, shown in the loan words used, has been verified through excavations of major Persian cities, such as Persepolis, Susa, and Pesagarde. When Xerxes was assassinated in 465 BC, his brother Artaxerxes, 464-424 BC, 40 years, took the throne by force and reigned from Susa in the north. The Bible mentions that in the seventh year of the reign of Artaxerxes, Ezra the scribe was given a letter from the king authorizing him and others to return to Jerusalem with the king's silver, gold, and provisions. This is Ezra 7, 1-26. It's got a few pictures here on 281. One is rock-cut tombs of the Persian kings Darius, Xerxes, and Artaxerxes and uh, set in a row in Persopolis. See, to me, it's like a huge confirmation of the Bible. And then there's a picture of a silver bowl of Artaxerxes I, dates to the 5th century B.C. Inscription around the rim of the bowl mentions three biblical kings of the post-captivity era, 
We're also mentioning Esther, Ezra, and Nehemiah. They are Darius, Xerxes, and Artaxerxes first. Remember, too, Nehemiah was a cupbearer, so that's hugely significant. Um, so let's get back started here. The Bible mentions in the seventh year of the reign of Artaxerxes, Ezra the scribe was given a letter the king authorizing him and others I've read that already I'm just going to reemphasize to return to Jerusalem with the king's silver gold and provisions Ezra 7 1 through 26 in addition Nehemiah declares he was in the capital city of Susa in the 20th year of the king's reign Nehemiah 1 1 2 1 when his burden for Jerusalem prompted him to pray and soon after petition the king Nehemiah records that our Xerxes granted him permission to restore and rebuild Jerusalem in the king's 20th year, 444 B.C. There's a footnote down here that says, This event began the countdown of Daniel's prophecy of 70 weeks. Daniel 9, 24-27, decreed for the Jewish nation. The end of the 69th week would be marked by the Messiah's death, with the final week, seven-year period, to be fulfilled in the future. Artaxerxes was the last Persian king mentioned in the Old Testament. By the end of his 40-year reign in 424 B.C., he had ruled longer than any Persian king who'd come before or would come after him. I mean, he almost reigned to the time of, well, Socrates, actually. The uh, in Greece, Persian Empire would fall to the swift Greek armies of Alexander the Great, as prophesied in Daniel 8, just about 100 years later. There is little doubt among scholars of the historicity of Artaxerxes I. This due to multiple citations as life and works we find in the historical record, such as his tomb in Persopolis, the palace wall relief, his role in the Bible, and his attestation in the 5th century B.C. royal silver bowl cup that bears his name. The bowl inscription reads, Artaxerxes, the great king, king of kings, king of countries, son of Xerxes, who was son of Darius the king, the Achaemenian, in whose house the silver drinking cup was made. And you know, silver, the reason they ate and drank was silver, and it turned their blood blue. That's why blue blood, uh, like if you take messed up uh, silver today, like people turn blue, uh, it's because it's a natural disinfectant, as is copper, I think. What is more, a collection of but I know silver is. What is more, collection of correspondence written on papyrus from the Jewish community of Elephantine Island in Egypt, which we've done podcast on that, mentioned Darius Xerxes and Artaxerxes by name in association with the rebuilding of Jerusalem in the Second Temple. For example, the Passover papyrus mentions fifth year of King Darius. The settlement of claim of oath papyrus mentions, I've got this underlined so much, I've read the underlined through some of these things. In the 25th, year 25 of King Artaxerxes and the petition for authorization to rebuild the temple of Yahoo Y-H-O-W papyrus includes the phrases, give you favor before King Darius in the 14th year of King Darius year 17 of King Darius there's a massive wall relief here. The massive limestone wall relief unearthed at the treasury of Persopolis pictures Darius seated on the throne speaking with a Median figure. 
Darius' son Xerxes I is standing behind the throne. The cup pair appears behind Xerxes, nearby to one. On each end of the relief are immortal guard troops. Remember the immortal guard in the fight with uh, at Thermopylae with the Spartans. And, you know, they make Darius look humongous here. Like he would be like Charlemagne. Charlemagne's like seven feet tall. These guys would be like nine feet tall. So if the cupbearers are, that could be a picture of Nehemiah very well. So the uh, biblical significance of discoveries about Persian kings, confirmation of the Persian kings, is important to biblical studies. And... Uh, Their existence in Acts form the cultural and political background of the books of Esther, Ezra, and Nehemiah. Also a little bit of Isaiah, knowledge, and so even Haggai, even into Malachi and Zechariah. Knowledge about the kings adds information about what prompted the rebuilding of the Jewish temple. In addition, the unambiguous confirmation of the decree of Artaxerxes to rebuild Jerusalem in 444 B.C. offers a clear historical beginning Daniel's prophecy of the 70 weeks. The date is easily confirmed by simply calculating using the lunar calendar backward from the time of Christ's crucifixion, as Sir Robert Anderson has done. So James Pritchard, Ancient Near East text relating to the Old Testament. That's a good book. I've got that. Probably done a review on our New Life of Albany channel, YouTube. Also, the seal of Darius I, whose reign spanned the prophetic period of Haggai and Zechariah, can be seen at the British Museum. The seal depicts Darius in his chariot with a driver shooting a lion with his bow and arrow. Above them is the winged Persian national god Ahura Mazda. Ahura Mazda. And isn't that the Zoroastrian deity, you know, supposedly? So, pretty fascinating. So, um, God willing, tomorrow we're going to be looking at Old Testament persons confirmed by archaeology. We're going to continue for that maybe for a few days because there are so many dozens of them. And I think you'll find that interesting. I know um, one online deal that I've done a podcast on is 83 Old Testament persons, I believe it is, confirmed by archaeology. So we want to say God bless you. Thanks for being with us. Pray for us. Invite your friends, family, neighbors. Let's fill the world with the proof of the Bible. So God bless. Leave us a five-star review, please. It helps people find us. Talk with you later. Bye-bye.